O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, risen indeed. Alleluia. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Today, Alleluia. 
sing to the Lord, you saints of his. Praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may remain for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Jesus Christ is risen today. Alleluia. To you, O Lord, I called. To the Lord I cried for mercy. Turn my wailing into dancing, that my heart may sing to you and not be silent. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Hallelujah. 
A reading from the second book of Moses, known as Exodus chapter 14. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians, marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, Leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses answered the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to the one side and light to the other side, so neither went near the other all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground, with a wall of water on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them, and all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and threw it into confusion. He made the wheels of their chariots come off so that they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at daybreak the sea went back to its place. The Egyptians were fleeing toward it, and the Lord swept them into the sea. The water flowed back and covered the chariots and the horsemen, the entire army of Pharaoh that had followed the Israelites into the sea. Not one of them survived. But the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground, with a wall of water on their right and on their left. That day the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the shore. And when the Israelites saw the great power the Lord displayed against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him and in Moses his servant. Then Israelites and Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted, the horse and its rider he has hurled into the sea. 
This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him, my Father's God and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior, the Lord is his. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea. The best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters have covered them, they sank to the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, was majestic in power and shattered the Your right hand, O Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shattered the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you threw down those who opposed you. You unleashed your burning anger. It consumed them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up. The waters stood stern like a wall. The deep waters congealed in the heart of the sea. Your right hand, O Lord, was majestic in part and shattered enemy boasted, I will pursue, I will overtake them. I will divide the spoils, I will gorge myself on them. I will draw my sword and my hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who among the gods is like you, O Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness? Awesome in glory, working wonders. You stretched out your right hand, and the earth swallowed them. Your right hand, O Lord, is majestic in power and shattered the enemy. In 
your unfailing love, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. You will bring them in and plant them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place, O Lord, you made for your dwelling, the sanctuary, O Lord, your hands established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. Your right hand in power and shattered the enemy. A reading from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 15. But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God, for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But he did not raise him if, in fact, the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive, but each in his own turn. Christ the firstfruits, then when he comes, those who belong to him. Then the end will come when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 20. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple, and they were going toward the tomb. Both of them were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And stooping to look in, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there, and the face cloth which had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. And as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. Proclaim his salvation from day to day. Give to the Lord all glory and strength. Give him the honor to his name. Alleluia, alleluia. Now is Christ risen from the dead and become the firstfruits of them that sleep. Give to the Lord all glory and strength. Give him the honor to his name. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Give to the Lord all glory and strength. Give him the honor to his name. Alleluia, alleluia.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Woman, why are you weeping? Twice on Easter morning, from the angel and from Jesus himself, Woman, why are you weeping? But perhaps you're not weeping this morning. Perhaps because it's Easter. Because, perhaps because it's, it's church and there's no crying in church like there's no crying in baseball. Perhaps you're not crying because you're not a woman and men don't cry, we say. Or perhaps you're simply not crying because you have no more tears. You've cried them all already, it seems. Woman, why are you weeping? Sometimes we know why we weep. Sometimes we don't. Mary wept outside the tomb where Jesus' body had laid. She wept because his body was no longer there. It was bad enough that they had killed him, but now she couldn't even see his body to know where he is. But it's not just that. The surface concerns for her sorrow were actually evidence of a lack of understanding and a lack of trust in Jesus' words that he had said to her and to his disciples. Jesus had said that he would rise on the third day. She should not have been expecting to find a dead body. Why do you weep? Maybe you can articulate it. Maybe you can't. Maybe you don't weep because there are so few tears left or because you're just not a crier. But perhaps you weep because you don't understand what's happening to you. You don't understand what's happening around you. You weep because you are afraid of what might be to come. Or perhaps you mourn the way things used to be. You mourn those who are no longer with you because things might have been bad enough before, but now, looking into the future, now there's a new level of uncertainty that has entered into life. But if we look carefully behind all of these things, all of our reasons for weeping, we, we may find evidence of a lack of understanding and trust in Jesus' words that he has said to you. For regardless of your reason for weeping, you have him, and he is living, and you will live with him forever. So how does Jesus dry your tears? For Mary, he does that but when he calls her by name. Listen. He calls you by name too. He calls you by the name which he has given you in holy baptism. And therefore we may cling to him, not clinging to his visible body, not wrapping our arms around his feet, 
but we may and we should cling to him having ascended to the father in the way that he has given us to cling to him in his body and his blood clinging to jesus in this way still won't take us from this world of sorrow it won't erase all of our sadness it won't remove all of our concerns not on the surface but it does make us belong to Jesus. It makes his God our God. It makes his Father our Father, and that makes him our brother. In this clinging, he makes us his. In this clinging, he takes away our sins. In this clinging, he allows us to see our whole lives in a new light, an Easter light. Therefore, we may sing today, even if we may sing through tears. We may sing, awake my heart with gladness, see what today has done. We sing, this is a sight that gladdens. And we sing, now I will cling forever. And then no matter no matter what we may pass through, no matter what makes us weep. Clinging to Christ forever, he leaves me never. Therefore, I can be glad today, knowing them, following, that following him through all, we will simply end up where he is, with him. Amen. Please stand. We join to sing Te Deum Laudamus. We praise you, O God.
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, through your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, you overcame death and opened to us the gate of everlasting life. We humbly pray that we may live before you in righteousness and purity forever. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.